0: Hey there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley. It's podcast about making things up and making things happen. Um, talking to creative people about how they do their thing and keep it going. And this week, my guest is one of my favorite people that I've met in the last year. Uh, Lana Turner, spelled L-A-H-N-A, so it's different than the screen, god- the screen goddess. Um, Lana is a comedian and a musician, and she... Uh, writes these really um, dirty, filthy songs that are hilarious. And she herself is so sweet and demure. And it's, so it's the juxtaposition is quite enchanting. Um, before we get to Lana, though, I want to plug my website, dennisanyone.net. You can see pictures that go with different podcasts. You can donate to my virtual tip jar, which helps me cover the expenses of doing the podcast. And I really appreciate that. And uh, you can email me as well at dennis at dennishensley.com. Would love to hear from you if you have any ideas for guests or questions I can add to the observation deck, any of that stuff. I welcome all your feedback. Um, Join the Dennis Anyone Facebook page, and you can also um, write a review on iTunes. That always helps people find the podcast. So that's enough of the plugging. Oh, wait, no, it's not. It is not enough of the plugging. I also have a Patreon group um, at patreon.com where I post one bonus episode a month with special exclusive content that is just for patreon members of my podcast and you can get in for as little as a dollar a month so uh, check that out at patreon.com and it's spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com and just search dennis anyone and it'll come up all right without any further ado here is lana turner Okay, I am here at the Mulholland Tennis Club with my guest today, musician and comedian Lana Turner. Thank this you. Is, this podcast is called Dennis Anyone, but this is the first time I've actually been at a tennis club, so it feels <laughs> Dennis
1: at the tennis. club. It
0: feels you know like Dennis Anyone, so it feels good. <laughs> um, you have a fabulous new uh, video album.
1: Well, we have to say though that this is like we're going to cross pod, right? We're going to
0: cross pod because you have your pod,
1: right? So this is my
0: first cross pod.
1: Is, I it's, do this a lot. Cause I, I love it. Because, I mean, I would have you on my podcast in a heartbeat. Right. So, And then you're like, let's, let's do just
0: knock it out together. And that,
1: and then, so What's I. What's
0: your podcast called, by the way? Perfect
1: 10 Podcast. Perfect 10. It used to be, because it was my ex and I, so it, but right. now I just took it over. So it's got a different meaning now. But what did
0: it mean? What, perfect 10. Because he's a
1: big guy, so the right. one and the zero.
0: Ah, yeah. got you. All
1: right. So it was just a joke. So, you know, um, but now it's just, I just kept the name.
0: I love it. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Um how long have you been doing it? God
1: forever. Really? Yeah. And how often like do you years? do it? We we actually did it started it probably four or five years ago and then it stopped for about right. a year and then brought it back and then I just took it over.
0: So. Now look how high tech I am. With my laptop and this little microphone. Mm-hmm. How fancy is your setup?
1: i it's it's run the gamut of yeah. like it, it it started out just Um, With a Zoom. Right. Like this, kind of. And then I had a studio for a while that I was on in a different network. And then we went to a different studio. And then I'm back to the Zoom because it's the easy – this is the easiest way to do it because you can go anywhere. You
0: can go anywhere. Yeah. I used to have a fancier thing, but I wasn't good at using it. And, you know, if you can't – it doesn't help to have great equipment if you don't know – the, the the fine tuning. So this has been uh, much better for me.
1: I just feel like when I had the studio space it was very regimented and I had to be in there at a certain time and, and like I can't I can't make that work in life. Yeah. I mean cuz sometimes you just have to meet in a tennis club.
0: Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you have to. And I, it's way more fun. I just, the previous podcast of this, I'd done a bike tour in Berlin and I got, yeah, I went to Berlin a few like weeks. Like a
1: motorcycle bike or no, a No, like a
0: bicycle tour like around bicycle. the city. Oh, how It was fun. super fun. Just like a tour.
1: Oh, just around Berlin, just mm-hmm. city, how, like for a day or for?
0: Like four hours, three oh, or four okay, hours. okay, okay. But the, afterwards, the guide was so nice that he let me interview him and I just had to use my iPhone because I didn't have any equipment and there you go. So, Oh, that's awesome. three cheers for technology. Oh, just, were
1: you just in Berlin or? Was I was
0: there like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, a month ago.
1: Yeah, I'm it jealous. was fabulous. Have you been? Um, no, not to Berlin.
0: It's cool. Yeah. I'd never been to Germany.
1: I've been to Germany.
0: Yeah. But just
1: to um, Frankfurt. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, took a train. As a Jew, that's disconcerting to you say. Take like, a train <laughs> in Germany? I <laughs> yeah. can imagine. Yeah.
0: But I, was, I found Berlin really haunting and in, in, uh, in all the things that have happened there. Yeah. And their attitudes about it are pretty... Um, They're not sweeping things under the rug. There's like we went to this Holocaust memorial in the middle of the city. Oh, really? That is that really makes a statement about what the city uh, owning its history because it's big and it's spread out over quite a quite a large space, right in the middle of town, where they could have put condos or anything. And um, it's very haunting in, in its imagery. So oh, wow. If you go to Berlin, check that out. It's it's intense, but...
1: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, um, I went to Dachau, which is a concentration camp. Yeah. And that
0: was like... It what away. is it like when you go... Is it is like a tour? Take the tour. Like, how do they... You know, it feels weird... To mix that history with tourists. They weren't really like, over here is where we burned the Jew. (laughs) Right. Over
1: here (gasps) is where they take the shower. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't... I mean, you just walk through it on your own, really. Right. And yeah, and then you go, holy shit, that's where they burned the Jews. And holy shit, that's where they... You know, it's fucked up. Did you pay? I don't remember. I don't think it was... I don't remember if we had to pay an admittance fee. I don't think so. But what was trippy about it was there were... um, what bothered me, in a, like, it was really weird. There was a lot of um, students the day that we went. There was, like, a group, like, a class trip. Yeah. Of German students. And I was with my ex, and he's very overweight. And they were mocking him. Like, they were walking around, like, with their arms over. Like, there were a couple kids pretending they were, like, like a fat, like, as you know, like, a fat American. is like. I, when, I, when I was in um, London recently, um, there were some comics that would do a joke and then the punchline literally was fat american and the room would just fall apart like if you think about it it's like when we say you know like british teeth like people giggle so then so these german kids were like making fun of the fat american that was at the concentration camp and it blew my mind because i'm like this is a place where they kill people for being different and you're making fun of him it was really like yeah
0: how did he handle it
1: Oh, it was really upsetting. I mean, it's an upsetting place to be anyways. And he couldn't even walk. I, he might not have wanted to walk, but he couldn't get, like, it was very upsetting. I think as a Jew, like, we learn, I learned, anyways, so much about the Holocaust that going to a concentration camp is just seeing it for what I've heard right. about It my wasn't, life.
0: it wasn't, like, shocking to it's, you. It's the horrible, information wasn't shocking. But I've
1: been exposed to it my whole life, whereas I think for him it was just, like, was just really, like, oh, this yeah. is horrible. I don't know. I'm, I'm not inside his head, but... Yeah. But I, I, walked, I walked all around the whole place and b- by myself, and just like, kind of took it all in, and then, and then we went back on a train. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah.
0: Well, we should mention that your ex, for people that that probably know comedy, is Ralphie May, yeah, the, the comedian.
1: Yeah, I don't talk about him though anymore. Yeah, I try not to. And I mean, it's part of my life. So it's like this weird line: like, how do you talk about something that was like 17 years of your life? Right. But I, I have nothing bad to say. That's the thing. So. Right. I just want it, you know. It just is what it is.
0: <laughs> now, um, you have a new um, video album out called Limeade. Yeah. That we want to talk about. Um, it's like a you call the, the the like low rent version of Beyonce's Lemonade.
1: Lemonade, yeah, the co- or the comedy, the comedy version. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, look, Lemonade is unbelievable. So when yeah. you say low rent, yeah, I mean, but but it's pretty fabulous production value that yeah. I got for Limeade. But yeah, it's it's an homage it's more of a I had the opportunity to shoot a visual album and yeah I, lemonade is so hot so right
0: so they kind of did that and you it seems to it seemed quite personal the the, the, the stuff yeah. you were kind of bearing your soul and then you would go into these really funny comedy numbers
1: yeah yeah well, it's-
0: when you look back at it what was it like was it cathartic to express yourself that way yeah
1: yeah I mean uh, well the whole album was cathartic the process of I mean um, Dennis and I met through my our mutual friend Norman Arnold, who yes. recorded the music, and uh, he's he's so fabulous. So just even having the opportunity to record the music with somebody as overqualified as Norm um, was awesome. And then and then when I got the chance to shoot, I I wanted to shoot some music videos to because nowadays it's so hard to get people to buy content, but right. it's really great. Everybody wants to watch a free funny video right. on YouTube or Amazon or whatever. So I was like, okay. But then to be able to shoot almost every song in the album and and make a movie that was an unbelievable opportunity and incredibly cathartic because it gave me something to focus on because i should say i mean it's about my divorce so like that's a really traumatic life-changing experience so yeah being able to you
0: you, you put it somewhere channel it somewhere Uh, the wedding dress is it your real wedding dress that you Mm -hmm. wear in it it, it goes through some stuff, that dress.
1: The dress is a mess. I still have the dress. I held on to it. I put it in a bag and shoved it in the top of my closet just in case I ever need it again for anything. Right,
0: but it's your real wedding dress. It was
1: my real wedding dress, yeah. Um, and I didn't really have a fancy wedding dress. We got married at a in an Elvis chapel, like in, in Vegas. It was the Graceland.
0: Right, as you yeah. do.
1: And uh, the dress was made for me like four days before. A super like nice lady made it for me, but... Um, there's something about destroying symbols of of anything that is no longer a part of your life. Just getting those things out of your life. I think Mariah Carey burned her wedding dress and everything. I think yet, she right? did. Which, yeah. I, but, which that dress I think was like hundreds of thousands of dollars. I know. It's
0: like, oh my gosh, I, that's a That's a house.
1: It's it could feed a population. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. That. But for my dress, I actually the last thing I did in it, um, I should I should post a photo from it. I it was a photo shoot. And where I went in the ocean, in the dress. Oh wow! Yeah, um, I wasn't super fond of the pictures. There's like one or two really good ones that came out of it, but I just I had so many other great pictures that I'd gotten around that time that right. I never posted those. But yeah, that's the last thing I did was was like got down in the ocean in it. Yeah, it was really cool to do that too.
0: Did you did it? Did you wash it since you got it out of there, or did you just put it in the bag?
1: I dried it and I put it in the dryer with like some dryer sheets sure. it's, but I, I think if I washed it it would lose the all the crazy like it would still be damaged but it would lose all the amazing like
0: marks yeah the story yeah. the scars yeah. the now history of it
1: it's all yeah but I'm sure it smells it's in the back right. <laughs> I tried to clean it as best as I could
0: now what um you, you mentioned posting pictures and stuff like that I think for comedians, you have to be pretty active on social media. It really helps. Yeah. Do you like that part of the gig, or is it like, I don't know, do you ever end up in Twitter wars, or you're ever like, is it, is it fun, um, or is it a headache? What's your take on it?
1: I have zero interest in a Twitter war. If somebody right. says something not nice, I just block them.
0: Right. Like, That's it. it.
1: I don't have time for that.
0: You shut it down.
1: Yeah. But I barely have time to like even make it I have a wonderful, I actually feel like I have a really nice... Social media fan base, like blo- like a blooming one. It's like, yeah. it's small, but everybody's really nice and a lot of dudes. That's cool. <laughs> I have like a lot. My I think my demographic. I, I looked on. You know, you can see your demographic. It's yeah. like men from like thirty five to fifty. There's my like.
0: There you go. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Do you ever get any like? I don't know if they're all straight or anything. Just, yeah. Whatever. Is that that's my demographic. That's your
0: demo. That's your a sweet spot. As a female comedian,
1: like. Gay dudes are the best too for females, but um, I think a lot of them are straight because I get a lot of every now and then I get a dick pic. Not I I don't know if they're ever in prison,
0: (laughs) right? So, so they would send it in a a private message or direct message, direct message, dick pic. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, and I'm just and the funny thing is, is the ones that I've gotten, I've only gotten a few, but it always starts the same way. Do you want me to send you a picture? And then I'll say, No, (laughs) and then they'll say, (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Let me send the picture. Right, you'll like it or whatever, whatever, and I say no.
0: And you don't even know what the picture is. It could be a picture of a muffin.
1: Yeah, but of? I know what. I have yeah. an idea, and then right. and then it, the conversation will go back and forth a few times. Where I'll repeat. Please don't. Right. I I don't need your picture. I right. thank you, but no. And then and then all of a sudden. Boom. Bam! They do it anyway. They just can't resist. <laughs> and then, and then I'm done talking. Like the, that's the end. The dick yeah, pic
0: shuts it down at the end of
1: the conversation. I said no. Yeah. You sent the picture anyways.
0: <laughs> there you go. Now have, you're you're gonna be single again. You're going through the divorce. You're gonna yeah. be single again. And I wonder if people meet on Twitter. I'm sure some people do.
1: I feel like have you ever been asked the, out on yeah, Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot. Well, um, but I mean, I think it's a safe place for people to yeah. to reach out. And I i mean it's where how do people meet anymore anyways i, I don't mean, know you got me i don't know either it's yeah it's i don't know dating it's gonna be interesting i'm looking forward to it i'm looking i mean I, I,
0: so you were together at 17 18 years yeah. so it'll, you're gonna be everything's different now
1: i know right
0: it's, it's weird
1: yeah i'm excited yeah how, i mean how do you meet people
0: uh, not very often. I and, and I I do like OkCupid and some of the gay apps like Scruff and. Do you ever do
1: the ones that? What is it like? Grinder.
0: I do, but that's I don't like do immediate, it
1: right. Like you' Yeah, right
0: but here. I'm not like super hook up I don't even know if I've ever met anyone on there. I'm sure I've met some on different ones, but it's it, but a lot of it's hook hookup-y. But that's not really. I think a lot of those
1: sites are right, thing.
0: just to like. Yeah, it's what it, it's whatever you make of it, but a lot of it is like. Okay, we're gonna <laughs> go at it right away or something. It's not really my thing, but some people you know you meet that are more you know. It can be whatever, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you don't have to hook up with somebody right away, but I mean, there's there's something pretty fun about that too. I, the, I'm terrified of um, of STDs though. Right. Like that's a that's like a, just a thing that I'm like really scared of. So I feel like at least like a petri dish of probably just cr- could like, be. I mean, just everybody <laughs> banging everybody.
0: <laughs> what about now after shows? Do you ever get people? Because you probably performed a lot uh, as a married woman, and now you're single. Do you yeah. ever get, get hit on come, afterwards? Yeah. yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. You
1: know, it's so funny because I, oh,
0: I used to have book readings when I had author readings, and I would always see cute guys in the in the crowd, and they always left
1: after your right. It was
0: right. They're out. And I'm like looking around and schmoozing or whatever. The cute ones always leave, <laughs> is my point.
1: No, I know. You're like, where did that guy go? Where did that guy
0: go <laughs> in the red shirt? What happened to the red shirt?
1: When I, early on, like in the infancy of my divorce, there right. was a show I did, and the hottest guy. Was there, and he totally hit on me. He actually walked over and took his
0: shirt off. Right.
1: He was gorgeous. Like, he couldn't have been he more... He took his shirt off. He, he took his over. shirt off. I think I signed his chest.
0: Right. That's exciting. Yeah, he
1: was gorgeous, and... um but that was early on in my... Yeah, you didn't write the
0: phone number or the email. Yeah, I didn't right. know what
1: to do with it. I was like, oh, God, what do I do? <laughs> but uh, in a few months, let's do this. Like Come a, on, Let's dude. revisit
0: it. Yeah. Um, speaking of Hawkeyes, the one video you have this... Mm. I can't remember the song. I, I watched it fucked a while his ago. his best friend. You fucked his
1: best friend. Oh, okay. God. He's yummy, isn't he? <laughs> uh, there's this
0: guy in <laughs> her video, I fucked his best friend. He's so cute. Oh,
1: my God. He's beautiful. Preston is his name. He's a model. Yeah. But he also... It's so funny. He coaches um, basketball. Right. So um, I was asking around my friends because when I first wanted to shoot the video, I'm like, I need to find a guy that's so yummy that every everybody will get right. it, right? right, right everybody, right. man, woman, like. Yeah. And so um, I asked a few of my. You friends, have to taste.
0: You have to taste them the you have to it's decide. Decide which ones the yummiest. Right.
1: <laughs> but my friend was like, "Oh, I, I I know the guy for you." And then we, I looked him up, and I was like. Holy shit. I mean, because he's like, he's like, um, ethnically neutral right. kind you, of. You, yeah.
0: He's got that sort he's, of, he could be in the Fast and the Furious. You don't quite know. Yeah. He's got but like. The 23 and Me could be anything.
1: Yeah. And his body was incredible. Yeah. And yeah, he's, he's something else. I don't know. I
0: love there's one scene where you're just standing at a bar and he's fucking you from behind. <laughs> and you're singing.
1: It's such an empowering video. Like, yeah. I love how I, I kind of get to. I mean, I wrote the thing, so I, like, dominate him a little bit. Like, I have him in the leather thing and make him... Like, I'm kind of whipping him a little and stuff like that. But he's so hot, I know.
0: (laughs) It's funny because you're so demure-looking. You've got a sweet look about you. You're sweet to talk to. You're very kind and nice. But your songs are really... Well, Irreverent think, like, yeah. and funny. Uh, one of them is called "Fuck You in All Your Nine Holes."
1: Yeah, I that, was angry. I think that's
0: a good breakup song. It should f- go up right up there with "You of Know" the Alanis Morissette. Then I know. this. I
1: want it to get more hits online because I feel like I feel like it could just be that kind of like in a bar, just "Fuck You in All Your nine holes. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I think it's gonna grow. It over should be time. the song
0: that people tweet or, or like post on Facebook when somebody goes to a breakup.
1: I think, right? right. Like it should be, it should be traveling. It, so right now all the songs are individually posted and things are percolating nicely, yes. especially the masturbation song. That one is the one that is having the That's
0: most. That's got the most hits.
1: Yes. On its own. Yeah. But, um, and
0: it's called, isn't it's it called just
1: masturbate, Yeah, which yeah. is probably why people probably look it up and not know what they're looking for. And then they stumble into that. And, they're and like, there you go. Oh, I guess there I'll I have end. to watch this.
0: Is that the one with uh, dildos? Yeah, with
1: all the big dildos.
0: <laughs> okay, so you have to go shop for props. Yes. How does that work?
1: Uh, my friend Joey and I were in Florida. We went to like this little sex shop. Right. Um, I guess it was down in Venice, Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had so much fun that day. Joey's like my best friend. Right. He's actually the guy in the in the video. He's the, the other man that kind of like... Right, in yep. yeah, the sort of inner middle. Yeah.
0: The more talking, dramatic scenes. He's
1: wonderful. Joey... Yeah. I would have to say Joey's one of the most significant people in my life. Him and Norm changed my life more than anything in the last couple of years. That's awesome. Um, but we we went to the the um, sex shop, and it was funny because we were in there for so long, and we ended up getting them these like couple of, like these little vibrators, right? And we had a vibrator race. We turned them on and put them on the floor <laughs> and to see which one would go f- vibrate across the floor faster. To See which one you would
0: take home. Yeah. It's like going to an adopt a puppy. So it it like, just came right to me.
1: Yeah. it just
0: so you turn them on, you put them on the floor. Do they move forward?
1: Yeah, they move all over the place. Like, they might yeah. not move in a straight line. <laughs> they just...
0: <laughs> that would be a really funny game of, like, spin the bottle or whatever. We're going to put the vibrator, vibrator in the, the front, vent. turn it on, and whoever it points to has to... It gets the vibrator. Yeah, it gets, <laughs> it gets to do to take it. Gets to it. Home. What happens at the end of the shoot? Do you take them all home? I didn't. Do you fly home with them? No,
1: because, I mean, when, that'd be hilarious to put in my carry-on. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know where they all went. All right. And I have no They serve ex- the purpose. They they were part of the show. They shoot. got their moment. And you know this that the um there was I got a free free dildo. There was like a black the one they gave it to me for free. And I don't know it was like they said there was something wrong with it.
0: Didn't look like anything wrong with it to me. I don't it was kind of viewer. like
1: um a spongy mm-hmm. thing. It was like floppy. Right. So I don't know what you do with a floppy one. I don't know. I, but somebody, I mean... I you could do,
0: like, a dick slap across sl- Right, the but, I, I mean, mean
1: I, sexually, I don't know why you'd want yeah. the floppy.
0: But you got it for free.
1: Yeah, so we so just threw good. it in the dishwasher.
0: <laughs> I love it. Um, go back to fuck you and all your nine holes. Are, do human men have nine holes? Yeah. If you you counted it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Two nose, mouth, two ears, two eyes. That's seven. Right? Eight, but, nine. Butt hole and pee-pee. pee,
0: holes, pee hole. Yeah. Eight, nine. All right. Just want, I just want to make sure the science... I was there for the science march. I want to make sure that that's covered. I think my favorite song that you do is um, He Loved the Pussy, But He Hated the Cunt. Because it was so... It's so... You know exactly what... When you hear that, you know what that means. And I don't know. It just captures a dynamic of a relationship. And it, Anyway, talk to me about that song.
1: Um. You know, when I recorded that song, I, I was, like, in tears. This is a sad song, but it's just so funny. And that's the performance that Well, we
0: the, especially if you're playing it live and you say that first line. Yeah. Where's this going? Yeah. And it's so shocking. It's so
1: sad. Yeah. And I, I know it's my... It's, like... It's... The best part about that song, too, is... I say, he loved the pussy, he hated the, cut, the first verse. Right. By the second time, the audience... It's singing with me. Right on. So the whole room, hated the cunt. Like, yeah. And so to get a whole room of people to say the word cunt together. Yeah. And they all do it.
0: They're all in. It's
1: so great. That's like the best feeling ever.
0: So I love that. Yeah. I also read, and I also know this from talking to you, you've done nude gigs. Nudist, you performed a nudist thing. Yeah. That's wild.
1: Yeah. My audience knows about the, the nudist comedy. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's fun. What
0: surprised you about it?
1: How nervous I was! Yeah, I would yeah, imagine. And, and, but I mean, I like—I mean, I liked
0: doing it. I Afterwards, thought... you feel like I could do stuff.
1: Yeah, after that, you're, yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, it's it, well as a comic, it's always fun to challenge yourself with new things. But I mean, I, you're asking me—I have a nudity that. story. Oh, tell me, tell me. Okay,
0: so I was in Puerto Vallarta a couple weeks ago.
1: You travel so much. Well, just
0: recently, I've gotten to go. To is it always pleasure,
1: places. or is it for work too? Because
0: well, the you're the, a writer. Yeah, for. The Europe, Berlin. I had gone to Italy first for this Princess Cruises writing assignment thing that I've been the, doing. So
1: you're writing about the cruise ships, or
0: uh, no? A friend of mine and I co-created this um, production that the the crew staff was going to do on the ship. I used to work for the company years ago, so I've created a few shows for them for the crew staff, sort of comedic entertainment. Oh,
1: so that they're like performing. Like yeah, that.
0: they'll be performing them for the passengers. So the staff. we teach we teach the cruise staff. Who are sort of host types. Some of them are performers. They're the ones that say, hey, it's karaoke time. Or like Julie McCoy. Like that group of people, we've created some shows for them. But they're
1: already on the ship. You might yeah. as well utilize them for everything yeah, you yeah, can, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you're going to serve food. You're going to yeah. greet people. You're going to Yeah, they you're do a lot of different things. Yeah. Dance monkey, right? Like- right.
0: <laughs> so this, this new ship was being finished in oh, um, wow. northern Italy. And so we went there for a few days to, to put up this new show and teach them the how it goes. Did and you get the, to be
1: on the boat? Now? Yeah. Brand new but boat.
0: Brand new boat. Wow. But they were still finishing it. It was a hard hat zone. Um, wow. Uh, yeah. Foxes, a mess. Everything was a mess. And, mm. and uh, you know, they were finishing it. In fact, the room we were working in, they were still finishing that. So it kind of it made, it made it a little complicated. But um, it's kind of exciting to... You know, like, I stayed in one of the cabins. I was probably the first person to ever stay in that cabin. That's
1: the best feeling when you can be, like, I I got to be the first person in a hotel room once. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, there's any DNA that I leave behind, I'm the first.
0: You're the first. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) And you're like, oh, God, I plugged the toilet. I'm the first one. I (laughs) plugged the toilet. Uh, And then I went to Puerto Vallarta Vallarta for um, a couple of friends of mine had been traveling around the world for 14 months. And this was their last stop, wow. and so some other friends went down to meet them. How do
1: you even do that, like, as an adult, take 14 months off to just travel?
0: Both of them had been working at jobs for quite a while, and had saved some money. And they were both determined to do it as economically as possible. They did this thing called Couchsurfers, Couchsurfing.com, where you find people that'll let you stay on their couch. And then next year, they come to America, and they stay on your couch. It's like a community of...
1: how?
0: Yeah, and they did a I lot of you that. you do that. Well, and, and uh, my friend said that – I don't remember the exact amount, but I think it was like something like $60 a day. To I,
1: stay at different people. No,
0: to, to their whole trip, all, everything, airfare.
1: They averaged out to yeah, $60 a day.
0: I think so. And then I thought, that sounds like a lot. And then I thought, you know what? Living here – I spend 100 200 you know what I mean yeah, like just walking, with the like
1: breathing. Yeah. yeah. So
0: in other words they spent less money than I did last year and they went everywhere. It depends
1: where you're traveling to like yeah. I I traveled after college so like if you're traveling through like India Right. I I went on pennies. Like literally you could eat on a few dollars. Yeah. And stay for like 5 bucks or something in a in a hostel or a hotel.
0: They got really sick in India.
1: I did too. Yeah. Everybody gets sick. He
0: said everybody gets sick.
1: Yeah, I had to go to the hospital.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah. Wow. I had amoebic dysentery, wow. which is the most disgusting thing.
0: But, yeah. but he, he said that too. Everyone gets sick. It's kind of a rite of passage.
1: Yeah, it's impossible not to. Well, yeah. not just did I not just with the amoebic dysentery, but also just like some of the worst colds I've ever had. I had there. But the yeah. crazy thing is, I'm a little under the weather right now. But being in India bolstered my immune system so high because I was I got like the worst colds you could imagine yeah. that I didn't get a cold for years when I came back. How here. long were you there for? Um, India and Nepal for like four months.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. But yeah, you're going to get... I'm, yeah. It's I haven't been, but
0: yeah. Oh, so Puerto Vallarta. Uh-huh. Okay. So we, we had this Airbnb house that like eight, nine of us stayed in. It was really nice. And there was this little area that was kind of had a thatched roof, looking out over the ocean or whatever. And so we had a masseur come for one day and um, do like back-to-back massages on everybody. And so when i went out there i um i was like underwear no underwear and i was so i did it bare ass on my stomach and then i thought oh well he's got to do eight people he's not he's going to do the back well it ended up being a full body <laughs> massage so i mo- i turn over and i guess i just don't care it was
1: I, out like we're I,
0: kind of like as if like we're looking at the balcony now like if somebody was over there you know um like you know so 30 there feet people a-
1: milling around yeah
0: but like 30 feet away like this was kind of off on its own but um I was like, oh, they didn't put like I, a towel over you or anything. I could have, but I just, uh, I. You didn't care. I didn't care. Well, you're not. Gonna... But, and then my friend later said, "Well, Dennis, you started the nudity. You started being naked." And I was like, "Really? I was the the, the uh, beginning of that." I felt very. It's not my normal uh, mo to be the um, hmm. to be the the uh,
1: the the, the, the audacious,
0: a, you know, free with my body. <laughs> yes. So I'm kind of proud of that. I'm very edgy.
1: That is. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I mean, I, people make a really big deal out of nudity, but yeah. I used to be really self-conscious. And then I had two babies and, like, everything. Uh, there were so many people who walked in and out of that room. Right. That You know, and I'm just all splayed out after yeah. that. I was just like, you know what? It ain't special. Yeah. And then, you know, in general, like, everybody, we all kind of look the same. Yeah. So I don't know what the big deal is about, what would, you know. Yeah, we just, we're we're weird animals that we put clothes on. Right. I mean, because although kinda... I
0: do, I will say I've never been interested in doing like naked yoga. <laughs> or I just saw this app for I naked know. CrossFit. Like, no, no,
1: I wouldn't want to. First of all, I love fit. yoga.
0: I don't want to. I don't want to do it naked.
1: No, I have to strap my boobs down so yeah, I'm like exercising. To feel... I, I don't want to jiggle. Yeah. Or... Yeah, like the other day I worked out in my bra – I actually put the shirt I was wearing in the – I don't want it anymore. It was like one of those shirts with the bra built in. Oh, yeah. And I just didn't feel like it was keeping me like flat enough. And I was like, I got to – I don't want anything to – yeah so crossfit yeah. like you're doing burpees naked and yeah like <laughs> no
0: i can't like there's deadlifting. enough stuff can you imagine, jiggling around already can
1: you imagine deadlifting with your butt they like butt in the air
0: yeah or downward facing dog with you know <laughs> i'm not into it but this masseur was so good we haven't come back to like two days later and do the same thing all over again
1: oh that's awesome and more
0: people were bare assed so yeah I'm i mean like, you're gonna get a, a trailblazer yes yeah. yeah for sure um, you told me once the funny story about how you first wrote a comedy song.
1: Oh, yeah, the first time I ever wrote it. Yeah, song.
0: yeah, yeah. The first – because you play uh, guitar, mm-hmm. and you kind of were thinking, I want to maybe do some comedy or whatever, and, and you – this story blew my mind.
1: It was probably the first co- for real song that I ever – yeah. I was driving. I was driving home from college, and I heard the song Daddy's Hands on the – you know, on the radio. And you're in, this is in Texas. This is in Texas. So it's a countryside. You know, when yeah. you're in the middle of nowhere driving in Texas, you take what you can get on right, the radio. Right, exactly. And uh, I'm broke. I don't even... I'm a broke college student in a shitty car, so I right. don't have, you know, right. um, much else to listen to. And...
0: Uh, so the song is called Daddy's, Daddy's Hands. Hands. Who sang and, Daddy's Hands?
1: Um,
0: the Judds. The Judds.
1: And it's All funny right. because um, I was uh, seeing a friend of mine... Um, at the time and he had like super rough hands and I right. loved it because it's super manly yeah to he works, like, hard, works
0: with his hands I,
1: I don't even know he was he a kite surfer oh wow so he had like calluses on his hands he had a great body he was a nice guy too but um, he uh, I, I heard the song Daddy's Hands and I just started giggling because I was like uh, it's a sad song about how she remembers her father's hands and right. through time and And I was just like, daddy's hands, they were rough in the right places and just started giggling. And I wrote the song down and put it on the car seat. Yeah, I'm driving. I, 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 you know, not writing, like I'm trying to pay attention as I write lyrics on the seat next to me and I'm driving and singing the song. And then out of nowhere, a few minutes later, there's a tire in the road. I don't know if it flew in front of me. I don't know if it was just there, but it came up on me so quick that I didn't have time to get around it. It's probably going 70, got caught under my car, flipped the car. Oh, my God. And I'm very lucky. um, It's the one, the car flipped onto the roof and stopped feet away from a pole. So I only have the impact of the car flipping. Right. I didn't have um,
0: any additional
1: impacts. But because I I was told. Did it go
0: over just once? As far as I know, it
1: it flipped onto the door. Right. And then it flipped onto the roof. Wow. Wow. and it happens like, when you're in a wreck. It, it's like all slow motion. It's really Ugh. weird. Have you been in a big car wreck? Not like, like that?
0: that. Not like that. No. It
1: was really crazy, and it, it, it stopped on the side of the road. And then I didn't experience fear um, while it was happening. I experienced this sensation of. Well, it's out of my hands. Right. There's nothing I can do. Jesus, take the wheel. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Carrie Underwood would say,
1: <laughs> "Daddy's hands." <So>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, I was literally like, like there's, you know, there's very few moments in your life that you are absolutely just, You just got to wait for whatever's happening to end, and then you're free of it, and 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 you can roll the dice. You could go in that moment. You go, this could go one way or another. Like, I mean, they're going to get really fucked up, or. Or I'm not, but I have no control over the outcome right. of this
0: situation. That's how I feel in airplanes. Yeah. I don't get that freaked out because I'm like, I kind of like that I don't have a lot of, you know, I can't. Do you,
1: do you get afraid, though? No,
0: get, not no. really. Because
1: the odds of something happening in an airplane are so, are so weird. What I try not to do in an airplane is take for granted that I'm flying in the air. Because I feel like we, we get on airplanes and we're so grouchy and tired. and we just want to go to sleep. I am
0: the same way. Like, people love to complain about airplanes and the food and the thing. Or every, every time I get on an airplane, I can't believe it can do what it can yeah, do. Yeah, I'm
1: in the air flying.
0: I can't I, believe it.
1: Yeah, I'm about to go across the country and it would people would have, like... Died. It, like they they. It would have taken them like a year to get from one coast to the other, yeah. and and the, of their four. The, when they arrived, fourteen of their nineteen children would be dead. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and here I am, like in the air. I just, I try to always keep that,
0: like. No, I, I always, I always kind of can't believe it. Yeah. And, right. You know. But it's still then, easy then, to and and get then caught for up. All, Yeah, and for all the assholes and everything that happens. Sometimes I just look around and I'm like, "There's all these people in here, and we're all just sitting." Yeah. And for some reason, right now we're all okay. Right. And we're gonna, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, so the car crashed.
1: Oh yeah, and then and then I got frightened because then I was like, okay, I the car had stopped and I I unbuckled my seatbelt. Right. And I didn't even. I was so disoriented that I when I buckled I landed on my like a, on my back and head, and so then I was like, oh shit, I'm on. I'm upside down, right. and I look out the window, and at this point, the cars that were coming towards me were fully aware that uh, that they had to stop and slow down and go around me, but right. I see headlights coming to me, and now I'm a loose object inside the car, so now I think this is where I'm going to die, Right. but the cars had, they stopped, and, oh. and yeah, and but that was when I, I got really scared, and then I got out of the car and started to walk around, and um, I found the lyrics to my song. They had actually gone out the window, and they were sitting on the ground, and I put them in my pocket. And the next morning, I was in a good bit of pain.
0: Were to, you in the hospital, or were you at home?
1: They took me to the hospital right. and tested me for shock, and yeah. they checked me out. And I remember this the sweetest guy who tested me, he goes, I want you to, I guess you pee in a cup to test if you're in shock.
0: I didn't know that. I don't know
1: either. I don't know what, to this day, I can't figure it out, but I right. kept, he kept having to tell me, you have to do this because we're testing you to see if you're in shock. And I think I was in shock because I couldn't understand what he was saying to me. Wow. Yeah. And so, but anyways, they they sent me home. And uh, the next morning I wrote the song. Like put the the lyrics to music. You still
0: had the lyrics. I
1: still had them. and, And a year later I went into the Houston Laugh Stop and I played the song. And then, so, you
0: know. Daddy's hands. Daddy's hands. Have you ever recorded it? Does it exist online or anywhere? I
1: don't know. I think I might have recorded on one of my previous albums, like one of yeah. my first albums. It I feel like even the songs that I did my, the infancy of my comedy yeah. like, are still great songs. They hold up. They don't have probably the like, they don't have the production value of what Norm brought to it. Right. But they're still hilarious great songs. Yeah. So yeah, that that one's pretty funny.
0: Do you would you ever just go and do comedy without a guitar and not sing? I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: For a long time I I, you know, I'm, I'm a musical comic, but I yeah. want it to be better at monology. So yeah. there was a... T- a
0: What's like monology? just talking. Oh, monologue, yeah. Yeah,
1: so I, I just put my guitar down and started working on just being a better stand-up yeah. for a, a, a while. And, but I always go back to the guitar because that's, that's what brought me into this. Yeah.
0: Well, it's funny because my friend, one of my friends that I went to see in Puerto Vallarta plays the ukulele. Mm. And he would play it around the pool and stuff, and it sort of just makes people happy, you know. when you can pick yeah. up guitar, well, the ukulele or
1: something. is such a happy. Answer. I know. Can you imagine playing a sad song on the ukulele? Yeah, it just. I guess you can. You can make it like. Yeah, but it would be hard.
0: Yeah, but right. you have if friends you wonder, all
1: over the world.
0: I I have some friends around the world for sure. Well, these guys live here, but uh, they were on this crazy trip. Okay, so let me throw you some observation deck questions.
1: All right, and, randomly, and, and I can throw them back at you. Sure. Okay.
0: What's your idea of the perfect day?
1: Oh, okay. That's that's fun. Um, I call them Winnie the Pooh days. Because um, have you ever read The Dow of Pooh? No. Okay, so like... I, have
0: I mean, I've read books about Pooh, but other kinds of... Just, like, <laughs> what does your Pooh tell you about...
1: Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Um, so basically, like... I, I, if I remember the way it goes in the book, I think Tigger is like, What are we going to do today, Pooh? What are we going to do? Yeah. And, um, and Winnie the Pooh is like... I don't know. Let's just see what happens. And those are my favorite days. So when you wake up and you don't know what you're going to go do, mm-hmm. and then you just find your way through it. Days or nights. Yeah. Like, I feel like any time... You can have a loose plan, but any time I've made a really solid plan, even for life, it falls apart. <laughs> right?
0: Yes. Yeah, so what's the lesson? Not to over plan. I
1: don't know. I mean, I made yeah. major plans for my life. And yeah. ta And you want to know something? Life is very Weenie the poo because now... I'm in the best adventures ever because I have a whole world of experiences ahead of me that I wouldn't have had if, if the uh, the shoe hadn't dropped. Right, so if the
0: whole the whole thing. So
1: yeah, I never really thought about it until right now, but it's like really a Winnie the Pooh life, not just a day.
0: That's so, amazing. Yeah. I'm going to call this podcast a Winnie. Winnie the Pooh. The poo? life. Yeah. What about
1: you? What What's would your be my idea for day?
0: a perfect day? I would spend time with friends. I would. I think if I were involved in something creative that felt really good that i was that's in it. your
1: every day though I but, but i was a, in it
0: a lot of it is self-generated I, I think i would like to to uh to be wanted somewhere and say you know what i mean in other words uh, if that makes sense like at a job or something like that um i haven't
1: done a good job like of like a nice asking meal you questions though about that's like, okay because i just it's...
0: slipped right into this and have... also i know you a little bit and i and i want to share you with the people. I know, I think but I want to so share special. you with
1: my people. We'll do another awesome. We can do another okay, one. Okay, <laughs>
0: um,
1: okay. I don't again. know
0: what I would say for my perfect day. Um, maybe dancing. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: right? Yeah. Um, we, maybe we should have a perfect day. We should have maybe a perfect we day. we should see where we end up in, and You yeah, know, yeah, I've been yeah. dancing lately. I've been taking dance oh, classes. You
0: should um, come to the one that I take. I take what do you take? It's Groove 3. It's a hip-hop class, but it's so much fun. Really?
1: I, I would love, love it. it. I've been taking pole dance classes. Super fun. It's so fun. but I I bet
0: it's a hard workout.
1: It's so hard. It kills me. But I, I used to dance when I was younger. Like yes. So a hip-hop class sounds amazing. You
0: know what you should do? You should be like pink you know pink does acrobatics and uh-huh, comedy. Uh-huh. you should do pole dancing and tell a few and jokes stand up. and stand <laughs> up
1: well i'm preparing for a, a movie that i wrote that that's i want to so shoot this summer i fingers crossed that it it gets off the ground but even if it doesn't i was like i'm going to learn this because it sounds like fun and just to get back to something that i think that's another thing about a perfect day or just a perfect thing is getting back to what you liked when you were a little kid
0: i think so and i think when i was thinking about that question it's some element of surprise, something that you weren't expecting, something like, "Oh, you want to go to that weird thing that we read about?" And you mm-hmm. get there, and you're like, oh, "My God, this is so cool!" Or whatever it you is. You Meet
1: a new person. Yeah. You meet-
0: something, uh, something surprising. I, I think where your spontaneity and your adventure, your sense of adventure, or to try something new, is rewarded. Mm. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's good. There's so many like external yeah. noises at the club. I don't I know. know if you could hear it, but like, there's like. We're like, it's so quiet and peaceful. And then there's like drilling. And I wish
0: we had tennis ball sounds. I, that's, I do love that sound.
1: I do too. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: here's another one of these. What's your biggest frustration?
1: Oh, uh, right now? Yeah. I'm not getting laid and like, I need to get laid. Yeah. <laughs> so obvious sexual frustration. Right. I, I'm, um, I mean, I, I use my, my vibrator pretty regularly. There you go. And I've discovered Pornhub.
0: Pornhub I'm know like what? a
1: dirty old man now Like I'm like a dude It's so
0: creepy I am uh, taking this financial uh, Managing cash flow for artists course uh, oh. Through the Actors Fund It's fantastic
1: What? I'm Why? Learning so like, much. is that for yourself? Yeah or It's for- just to
0: learn You know When you have one really great month And then one shitty month And like how? What kind of habits do you form And anyway oh It's God. just great Anyway, For um,
1: artists specifically, because it's yeah, such an unstable... Yeah, for creative people,
0: yeah. The do you want to business. do that
1: for other people, or do you want to just be able no, to do it for I yourself?
0: No, I want to do it for myself. I want to get more of a handle on, on things. And I'm learning a lot, and it's been great. But um, I'm sort of looking at expenses, and I'm like, okay... There is no reason to ever spend money on porn ever. On
1: right? Planet. No, no, no. Porn's free.
0: Like porn's Which free. It sucks
1: for it, it sucks sucks for, for porn, the porn people. people yeah. And
0: sometimes there are things where you're like, you know what? That I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm getting out the credit card. I, you I've know? never
1: paid money for. What, what What did you pay for?
0: Well, just like certain sites might have more. The one that there's one that has a whole ton of movies, and you buy by the minute. Do you know what I mean? So you have a million movies.
1: <laughs> you only need it for a minute. I know,
0: but you know, so you pay like. You know, 1995 or 200 minutes or whatever. Oh, wow. But... You know, so that's one thing where I'm like, you know what, you don't need to pay for. But you that. don't need
1: to pay for it. You It's funny that you. There's like, enough free it's stuff funny How you introduce that with? I'm taking a financial planning course for artists. I'm looking and this for is th- how I can I'm save for, money on yes, porn.
0: Looking for ways to cut back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. I, well, I don't really know what the difference. I've never paid money for porn, so i just imagine it's more like better production value,
0: maybe. Possibly, or like the full movie, but though, a lot <laughs> like a full movie that just came out or something that, that hasn't quite. Or gotten, a
1: particular art. art Star that yeah, you like more than sure. someone else. There, Absolutely. There's definitely people that I'm like, well, that person's good at what they do. Yeah. <laughs> You're like...
0: Now, in straight porn, are the guys very hot or do they... Is it more about...
1: Again, it's free, so you yeah. kind of get what you get. You get what you get. <laughs> but I, I kind of um, like them to be... I like everyone in this in, in scenario to be attractive. Yeah. I don't like... When they're not attractive, yeah, it's gross. But I have to say, the financial planning for artists thing—having been an artist on for years—and you're business, an artist. Well, but business managers are—I have yet to find a business manager that isn't just shady as fuck. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. Like we've gone through three, technically four business managers. I would say that they're just. There's no upside to them doing a good job. Yeah. The one now, the one that we have now in Nashville, those people, holy fuck, they're the fucking evilest cocks on the planet. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, whatever. I live and learn, but I mean, you hear like right now, like Johnny Depp is suing and yes, all that. Yes, all Be- of this stuff. Or, or like Willie Nelson, like yeah. lost all their money because they're artists. They're not paying attention. They pay people to kind of take care of their stuff, and and they overspend, whatever it is. But the yeah. the business managers, they back end things. Yeah. So, that's the whole thing. Yeah, I would never...
0: Yeah, it's meant to sort of empower people, but, you know, when you have a hit and miss kind of career... Yeah. um, They
1: should... You should always be in charge of your finances. You should never allow somebody else to take over because you're going to get fucked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. Um, What was that one? What's your biggest frustration? What would my biggest frustration be? I have this thought lately that I fight against, which is that it doesn't matter how good I am at something in terms of the business. In other words, that it's about other things.
1: Whether or not the opportunity comes. Yeah.
0: That, it, that it's, you know, that it feels like that is irrelevant.
1: Like you're great and still this, it still doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I think it's... Um,
0: like, yeah. And that, I don't think, that, that's not a winning strategy, but it is, a, it is a thought that I have that I try to go... No, it thinks it does matter.
1: But I view you as so successful. Isn't that interesting? Like yeah. nobody ever sees themselves and right. where they are on the like pecking order of success. I think right. in any industry, everybody always feels like they could be better at whatever it is they do. I mean, For the guy sure. on the you know at, um, on the fryer looks at the manager and goes, "I'd rather be doing." Yeah. you know, like there's always going to be you know, and the, and the manager's looking at the owner. Yeah, and the owner's, like, you know, what I mean. So. I'm the McDonald's reference. Right. But it's just. No,
0: it's a, it's true, though. And one, of, and one of the other good things about this class that I've been taking it about cash flow is that, that the teacher really acknowledges the state of mind of being an artist. Like, this is what you chose. You get to do something that you love. And this is what comes with it. Don't be in denial about, oh. you, you know, like sort of just the mindset of um, you don't. Don't be a victim of, a, of it. You you picked it. And there's some pretty great stuff. And there's reasons you picked it. You know? Well,
1: it's a business, right? Yeah. So, like... All right. So, right now, my business doesn't generate enough money at all for me to survive on. And that's a problem for me right. because I need to start generating. But it is a business. And it doesn't matter what business you're in. It takes years for that business to be successful. Um, my grandfather used to belong to this organization called SCORE. It's for retired business people that are, like professionals that can give advice to young entrepreneurs and they're always it takes years sometimes to be yeah. able to really generate income and so it's no different this is just a business but you're a human commodity and you're trying to sell whatever it is that you do
0: for sure so
1: yeah it takes years
0: you gotta you just keep going uh what's the most crazy thing you've ever done in a pursuit of a crush
1: oh like a crush on that got married <laughs> 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 that's pretty that's a big one yeah
0: I'll do mine, and you can do yours later. I may have told this story already on the podcast. I don't know. I was working on a cruise ship as a dancer slash cruise staff. I was early 20s. I started dating. The the teams were changing over. So I was getting ready to come off, and then new people were going to come on. But they overlapped by, like, a, a cruise or whatever. And I started seeing one of the guys in the new thing. And then I got off the ship. Long story short, I went back up to... Vancouver. I stowed away on the ship one night from Vancouver to Victoria oh, wow. to be with him. But that was like stowed fair-
1: away, like you snuck. I,
0: on. I, well, because I have an employee badge, and this was in the early '90s when there was more lax, more lax security. I was able to get on the ship, and then I just didn't get off. And uh, but I had to sort of lay low for that twenty four hours, and I was an employee. Well, I mean, at the you time. could just stay
1: in his room. That's what I did.
0: <laughs> he brought me food, but it was really—I don't think did could it. did bring it. you
1: in more than food.
0: Oh, maybe a little, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was like I stowed away on a ship overnight, but that's which all, was kind of risky.
1: That's all, that's more of a being in a relationship yeah. and having a wild night. Yeah, wild it was
0: exciting. Night. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was relatively new. Like it was, it wasn't sort of in pursuit. We were seeing each other. It was just. It's kind of a big thing.
1: Interesting. I mean, um, the pursuit of a crush is not really where – I mean, I didn't have too many boyfriends before getting married. But along the lines of, like, being with somebody that you really like a lot and doing something wild with them, I feel like my first boyfriend – I was in college – we did some fun stuff like we had sex. We went into a church like a we're staying in a parish in Mexico, right. so like sex in a church or um, like we had one time under a piano at like in the college like that's things like that. Cool. Yeah. I like stuff like that. I think that's that's something I'm looking forward to doing because you know again is having like more fun.
0: Yeah, yeah more like, adventure. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah,
1: because I, I didn't do that in my marriage you know it was wasn't really feasible yeah (laughs) so yeah that was we had a lot of fun together him and i
0: there you go yeah just start picking making a map of places and stuff like that
1: (laughs) then i really feel like a pervert yes (laughs) why not yeah Um, it would be i mean i just i don't know like but yeah
0: (laughs) well it's 10 to 3 and i know you have to pick up kids
1: to pick up soon yeah? yeah yeah
0: yeah one more question okay Um, this one might be good. What's the most trouble you ever got in in school?
1: Oh, I was such a good girl.
0: Me too. Yeah. I was a good girl too. Let's let's find another one. I know.
1: I'm trying to think. I mean, I didn't, I never really got into any major trouble, but.
0: What's the worst job you ever had?
1: Oh, I waited tables for like, four months it's the only job i've ever been fired from i hated the food
0: in la or in houston in houston okay. oh
1: i had a, a uh, i cleaned houses in la too that yeah. was a pretty bad job too i it was one guy um so there's two bad jobs I, I i he would pay me so shitty i would get i would literally be there for like 10 12 hours because his apartment was so nasty as a bachelor and i would only do it like every month or two months so it would be really trashed and i would go in there and clean everything and then um and one morning, I show up, and he opens the door let me in, and he's wearing pants, but he's discombobulated. He, like, woke up. Wow, And he's okay. got his shirt off. Right. And he's kind of, like, scratching his head, like, uh, you know, I just woke up. And I said, give me a minute to pull the sheets out of your bedroom and all the la- the linen and, like, laundry, and I'll start the laundry. You go back in your room, take a shower, do whatever you want, and I'll get the rest of the apartment cleaned, and your room will be the last one. Right. And so... Um, I, he went in there i hauled all the laundry down to the laundry room turned around and ran back to the kitchen to get the laundry soap and when i got to the kitchen he was in the kitchen now but his shirt was back on but his pants were off
0: <laughs> total no pants and
1: he had a semi and he was oh, leaning on shit. the counter and i i went up ah! i just like froze and I didn't know what it, I mean. I think he wanted me to clean it. <laughs>
0: exactly, he wanted you to. clean Let's start with this. Yeah. Right. Oh and man, did, was did you keep doing that job for him? Or was no, that your I, last day? I
1: ran. I ran out of the apartment, and I was standing in the hallway, and I was, I had started to cry.
0: Oh my god. And
1: I mean, and I, I went. Um, I had to get my purse because my keys were in yeah. in the apartment, so I could leave. And I opened the the door grab my person. He just goes, I'm sorry. <gasps>
0: oh. Oh. I
1: think he... Realized.
0: You know, he thought... He gave it a shot.
1: Gave it a shot.
0: Didn't work. And it, he started feeling bad. He,
1: well, he... He should have. He probably... Now he lost a good housekeeper. He did. But, I mean, I guess he... He wanted more yeah i don't know (laughs) he got the wrong idea he got the wrong idea i was really there to clean and make a make shitty money as long as
0: you're polishing things yeah that's not cool that was
1: a pretty shitty job yeah but it didn't last that long and then the the restaurant job i also didn't last long it was terrible
0: what restaurant was it
1: some italian place in houston that yeah you know it's interesting because like the when i was working there one of the waiters um took me aside one day and was like, "Hey." check this out. And he showed me on the computer and he starts putting in buttons on the computer. He's like, this is how you backend your checks. And I was like, what? And he showed me how you can type in food. I, I don't even know how I, I, I stopped him. I was like, stop right now. I don't want to know this. Because la, you're, la, you're la, la, teaching yeah. me how to steal yeah. out of the check. And I'm, and he's like, but everybody's doing this. And I said, I'm not going to do this. And, and he was such a dick. And the oh, crazy. I wish th- you were
0: working in the Trump administration. I
1: <laughs> said, with, can- those,
0: with those standards.
1: But I know, right? Because, right. but I mean, I. I so I, I said no, and then the crazy thing was was that the, I think, because I wasn't part of the team now, yeah, that they. They they worked against me, and I ended up getting fired. And the owner took me into the office, and I was like, why are you firing me? I know I'm not a great waitress, but I'm honest. Like, these guys are all stealing from you, yeah. and you're firing me. And it was like, but, yeah. Difference. and they But he was out of business a few months later. Wow. So, yeah. I didn't know
0: they could do something like that. They'd figure out ways to charge people more. and
1: I think it wasn't charging them more. I think it was they charged them for it on the check. And then they print a new receipt and pull the money.
0: So the the restaurant's thinking that they're having less than they're getting.
1: Yeah, like the, the, yeah. the kitchen. So they type in the food. The kitchen prepares the food. They put the food on the check. And then they, I don't know. I don't know right. exactly what they were doing. But then they reprint a new check and put it in with there and then pull the cash out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's not shady. cool. Shady. That is so shady. But I
1: got fired. Yeah. But, um, yeah.
0: Uh, what's the worst job I ever had? I, when I first moved to L.A., I came out here to take a musical theater workshop that was like 12 weeks and very intense uh, all in the evening. So I had to find something to d- in the day. And I got a job at a, at a stuffed animal store called The Very, Very Beast oh in the West Side Pavilion and also oh, in Santa Monica like Place. Well, <laughs> it, wasn't, it was retail and it was all stuffed animals. But, but it was me working with a bunch of valley girls who were literally in high school. And me, post-college, and and the weird thing was I had a, I, I thought a pretty good relationship with the boss, Eleanor, and then at the end, I think I found a better, like, job that somebody I was in a play with found something for $13 an hour, and... I was like, I'm out of here. You know, like, and I sort of left, and I I remember, my feeling was that she was mad at me or whatever. For
1: leaving. Yeah,
0: or like I was I, I was on her shit list somehow. The very, very beast. The very, very beast. But I know, like, teddy bears and brands and you do? stuffed animals. Which is
1: absolutely useless, probably.
0: I like, guns are mm-hmm. good oh, they're the quality. Best. Right? Thank yes. you. Yes. Oh, can they're agree. they're so good. Yeah, so it wasn't a nightmare to do it, but it, I look back on it, and I feel a little bit like, you couldn't have done better than that, you know.
1: It's it's funny, like all the different experiences, though, that kind of make up your knowledge of stuff. Like, like for some reason, you know now about stuffed animals. Yeah. Like I don't. I mean, it's.
0: Did I tell you what I did over the holidays? No. I um, worked seasonal at Crate and Barrel. How was that? I. You know what? I kind of liked it. I was in the back in the merch department. I so might a So I was like opening boxes. Was <laughs> so opening boxes and shelving spatulas and like. Did you
1: do it at night?
0: No, it was different hours and stuff like that. I wanted to do something different. It was the holidays. I didn't have a lot going on and I needed my brain needed to be used in a different way.
1: You make and it I, cash too, yeah. like quick, right?
0: Yeah. It wasn't very much money, but it was like, I just, it was good for me. Um, I kind of, I kind of, you, when you went home, you felt like you worked hard. Right. Your body was sore. Um, I was back there with a bunch of guys and, they were not... I don't know. It, it, you know what I liked about it is it doesn't have the fear that show business has, where everyone's afraid all the time. Everyone's right. so desperate. It's it, stable. Yeah. Nobody was like, this isn't my dream. It's fine. You know what? There was a, there was a lack of sort of... Uh, the stakes weren't that high.
1: Nobody's really competitive. No. <laughs> they all just...
0: I did Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Nobody was trying to undermine everybody else. They just wanted to do a decent job and... And, you know, and get a check. And right.
1: You just go home. Like, you're, there's nothing invested in the company. Yeah, yeah you're all, was, Like, you're not was, owning... You don't own a share of the company. It right,
0: could, right, right. Yeah. But I kind of liked it. I, I, I was badass with that box cutter, too. I was like... Oh. Um,
1: You made me think of, like, one other job that was kind of like that, that I got to do. Yeah. Which is one of those things that you're just like... Yeah, it's just monotonous, like... Physical. I um.
0: I just needed to go to a place, mm-hmm. do a thing, and, then, and get a check.
1: Yeah, and go home. Yeah. I did a job. I had to. I worked on a kibbutz
0: in Israel, right.
1: and they had a screw factory, which sounds like a porn.
0: Right. Exactly. And so
1: I packed screws in boxes, and you, welcome to
0: the screw factory. I know
1: exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: So they they base it on weight. So each box, when you go to the harvest room and you buy a box yeah. of screws, it's um, it's based on weight. Okay. So how many screws are in the box? You will know. So you. You'd have to, each box, just one after another, after another, you'd, you'd pull this, like, lever, or you'd reach in with with your hands, you'd drop them in, then you pull one or two out, and then yeah. you close the box and move to the next one. Nice. And the, and you'd get your hands get stabbed with, like, the yeah. little sharp screws all day long, and, yeah, it's one of those jobs that you're just, like...
0: You, you're just kind of meditative.
1: Yeah, I had, like, book a book on tape. Oh, perfect. you just could, like, zone out. Yeah, count so, the screws. I might need to get a job next christmas
0: yeah (laughs) i kind of would go back it was i kind of like i don't know it was good for me at that time for sure um so we're gonna wrap it up how can people find you and and uh what you do and follow Um, you and all that stuff
1: so it's l-a-h-n-a-t-u-r-n-e-r and excuse me and that's on everything on um, facebook twitter instagram and then um limeade is on youtube and it's also on Amazon Prime. Right um, on. So you can just look up Lana Turner. I think if you go to YouTube and just type Limeade, the, yeah. like, the beverage, I, in fact, I know, it'll come up. I love it. So you can find it on there. Um, Amazon, It's. I don't have the individual videos yeah. posted, just the just the movie. But on YouTube, you can also watch. Like, if you just want to watch "Fucked His Best Friend,
0: you can just right. go on
1: my YouTube page and Mix watch and that. Mix and match. There's
0: so many funny yeah. songs and fun videos. Having the name Lana Turner, what's that been like? Because, I mean... A, the, the younger the generation probably doesn't know the screen goddess. What's well, ever different. a things? No, yeah. I mean,
1: if you Google me, you might it might yeah. bring up the actress Lana Turner, but yeah. mine's spelled with an H. So, so yeah. And if you type in comedian, mine'll come up. But um, growing up, it really didn't matter because nobody really yeah. knew her where I was growing up. Here, yeah. here it's a little, you know, bit different. But
0: yeah, yeah. But
1: it's my real name. So, so there you go. Yeah.
0: Um, last question. Uh, where you were when you made Limeade, you're in a much different place now. Even
1: well, from when I first met you, yes,
0: you're in a much different place now. You, you're lighter. There's an yeah. energy about it. What would you? What do you think this takeaway of your story is, or, or what would you t- say to somebody that's where you were a year ago?
1: Oh, I, I mean, I think I heard it from other people a year ago when I was going through the worst of it, which is when that you're going to be so happy when it's over and I'm so close to the end right and I can already see that I'm so much happier like I wasn't in a good situation and you know it's really hard to think that your life is going to go one way and then have it flip on you right and then to readjust but I am I'm a lot happier for for it I mean the the journey was really challenging but so yeah anybody who's going through a difficult divorce or breakup or you know it's still not
0: a bad job at a mall.
1: Yeah, you know, I'll, at the end of the day, I always like to remind myself, like, it's it's not cancer. Right. I don't have it bad. I have it really good. And, I mean, eventually, the 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 divorce will be over, and then you know, and I'm still alive, and you know, it's 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 not that different. I'm just yeah. you know, so, but yeah, it was it was a tough. Beginning of, you know, figuring a new chapter. Out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always hard, but I don't know. Don't you think like the tough things you went through in your life somehow turn around to being oftentimes good things?
0: Yes, but sometimes it takes longer than you even imagine that part will. Um, like in the last few years, I think I've grown more than I've ever grown in my life in terms of learning about myself, learning about. Uh, just like this money class that I'm taking. I've been doing a lot of things like that, and yet I still don't feel quite equipped for the future. Like I, my my work is still very hidden. Like I still kind of have a lot of the same problems that I have. But I but I know myself a lot better, and uh, and I I I don't uh, let things go that I would used to let go. Does that make sense? I stand up for myself more.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You're more you're older and more confident
0: yeah
1: like that's one thing too like do you ever feel in entertainment you're like oh i'm getting older and you worry about that stuff i i actually used to think i would worry more about it but in many ways i feel like i'm better for it yeah so i don't know we'll see i mean but yeah i'm more confident and
0: yeah. Well, I'm glad. You just seemed lighter today than even yeah, when I met you before. I know. When and I met
1: you, I was still like, we're pretty both In now. the
0: soup, as it were. So anyway, what's your Twitter? You, you said Long all that stuff? Our, but you have to yeah. say yours. Uh, so people can mine is um, at Hensley Dennis is my Twitter. Uh, the Dennis Anyone Facebook page is on there. And if you're uh, a Lana podcast person listening to this for the first time, my podcast is I talk to different creative people about how they do their thing and how they keep it going. And um, so maybe you'll find some other uh, episodes that you'll appreciate.
1: I love the list of questions, guys. Like, and and I didn't there get was a chance.
0: bunch that we didn't do. We'll have to have a part two.
1: Well, you have to because I didn't yeah. have a chance to ask you all the like. You're such an interesting, cool person. And oh, I'm thank so glad you. I know you.
0: Thank I'm you. so glad I know you, and I'm glad I uh, I got to do this with you. And um, we'll do it so again. We'll too. do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a lot of questions. Yeah. I Any lost the questions, and here. I found them. Uh-huh. I had to go to my favorite tea place and say. Hey, did somebody leave a tin can of questions? Oh, you
1: left that tin?
0: I left this oh, at a tea be, place. That's an
1: valuable tin. I know. I love that. Like, uh, <laughs> all
0: right. All right. Bye. Oh, bye. How fun was Lana Turner? Check out Limeade online and all of her work. You'll get a kick out of it. And um, at the end, I kind of wanted to ask her to do a song like Jeb did in Puerto Vallarta. Now I want everyone to do something at the end. But uh, we didn't really have time, nor did she have her guitar. But maybe next time. Um, All right, so this happened. I went to my friend Jeffrey Schwartz's bachelor party. He's getting married soon, and he had a gay bachelor party, and it was a lot of fun. And Jeffrey, as a former podcast guest, he makes uh, documentaries like I Am Divine and uh, the Tab Hunter documentary. He's got one coming out about Alan Carr, which is going to be a blast. Anyway, it was really fun. We ended up at this uh, restaurant downtown called Broken Spanish, which is like high end Mexican food, and it was delicious. But before we went, um, two of his friends organized like a little um, cocktail hour uh, at Act Bar, this bar here in town, and showed like funny videos and things related to Jeffrey. And then we played this game, like um, where they asked Jeffrey's fiance things about Jeffrey, and he had to see if he knew the answers or whatever, like newlywed game by stuff. And as I was sitting there, I was like, I, I, I've, as a gay person, I've been to, like, friends' bridal showers. The gay guys always kind of get invited to those sometimes. And, like, weddings and things like that. And I always felt a little peripheral. And as we were playing this game, and it was like, oh, what is, you know, what's his favorite part of your body or whatever it is? I was like, oh, this, we can have this, too. I really had this moment of, like, oh, we're not, uh, like, peripheral anymore like I don't know I had a moment that's all I'm saying people um so you can do uh along with marriage equality you also get games you can get embarrassing um drunk bridesmaid outings or bachelor bachelorette parties I mean it's not just the piece of paper it's the games and the prizes and the um you know innuendos, all of it. Anyway, congrats to my friend Jeffrey. His wedding's going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to that. Um, what else? I saw Snatched and I laughed and laughed. And everyone hates it. And I, and I, I won't... I mean, I don't know. I had a good time. So I just want to say that out loud. It's so weird now in the culture of Twitter and social media. If something happens in the culture... Like, for example, there was something that came down that, that had to do with, you know political correctness. And I remember having a thought about it. I can't even remember what the story was, but I remember having a notion about it. And then as the story unfolded, realizing that my notion was misguided and feeling guilty about it and then realizing, oh, wait, I don't have to weigh in on everything in the culture. Nobody is waiting for my take on Twitter. Like, I don't know what, what I'm trying to say. I think we all feel like we have to weigh in and we better be right with the conventional wisdom and we have to be outraged at the right things. Oh, guess what? You don't have to check in. Nobody's clamoring for it. So, uh, but I did feel like I had to chime in on Snatched because I had a good time. And so did other people in our theater. And so did the friend I was with. So anyway, and I'm glad to have Goldie back on the big screen. I also saw Guardians of the Galaxy part two and had a great time And I want to try to copy the side and back of Chris Pratt's hair. So I'm looking at pictures online so I can show my hairdresser. Hi, I'm middle-aged. Anyway, um, that's about it. Alright, thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time on Dennis Anyone. Bye!